There is no doubt money is tight for everyone. Most, if not all of us, American citizens are living on a budget and the average person knows it's hard to save money because of our economy structure. But there are ways that you can save money and still live on a limited budget. Tonight, join the crazy Italian-American as he discusses living on a budget and saving at least some money for future needs. When you save money, you're able to cover unforeseen expenditures that happen suddenly, like car repairs, and also still be able to buy some things that you would like to buy. Join CII, CIA live on American Variety Network right after this. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Block Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC and cool cat Willie. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. Either case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Hello and welcome to the In Your Face talk show. I am your host, Crazy Italian American, aka CIA, and unfortunately, my co host, Cool Cat Willie T, cannot be here tonight, so he's going to be giving the night off. Anyways, tonight we're going to be talking about a topic that hits home to both you, the listeners, and myself, and it's a very popular topic here in the United States of America, and probably around the whole entire world as well. Tonight, I'm going to discuss how to save money while living on a very tight budget. Now, I have a wide variety of subjects in reference to this topic, living on a budget and saving money. So you, the listeners, are going to appreciate this show. You may leave this show with knowledge on how to save your money and have more money at the end of the month. I know I'm going to learn a lot of stuff on this show, and I'm very happy to educate you guys about how to save money and live on a budget. Now, how do you, the listeners, save money? Would you consider sharing your system or willing to give tips on how others can save money using your system or tips? I ask if you really want to share your system or tips on helping others save money, please call in at 1-347-989-8142. Just grab your phone and dial 1-347-989-8142 and call in. Because I'm curious to find out how my listeners out there save money, and I'm eager to hear your tips for saving money. I'm pretty sure... All of our listeners would appreciate a caller or two calling in. So just grab your phone and dial in, 347-989-8142. 
and be sure to dial one. You can use your smartphone or you can even use your home line phone for this. All right, let's go ahead and get started. And I'm going to start by talking about how I break down my own expenses each month. And I'll talk about how I managed to save my money on a very low budget after I purchased my necessities. So I usually spend about $300 to $500 a month, sometimes even more depending on what I purchase or what I get. Now, I usually spend about $100 to $150 a month on groceries for me to eat on a month. These include things like pasta, meats, snacks, rice, and frozen vegetables. Believe it or not, you're going to save a ton of money buying frozen vegetables, and I find that to be really true. I save a lot of money on buying frozen vegetables compared to buying uh, fresh vegetables. For example, fresh green beans are like $1.39 a pound, but you can buy a big bag of frozen green beans for about $3. Now, I spend about $100 to $200 on clothes, podcasting stuff. I pay the $40 fee for blog talk radio and all the other stuff I like, like fish keeping, going out to eat, etc. So I'm able to buy groceries and then I actually have an extra $100, $200 to pay for my hobbies like podcasting, fish keeping, and going out to eat like I just mentioned. Now, whatever else I have left, I save for emergencies and other necessities. Now, you never know when an emergency is going to strike. You never know when someone's going to be in the hospital, or you never know when you're going to have a tornado or some natural catastrophe. So I like to save money aside for emergencies and other necessities. Now, currently, I do not have a banking account. I just either use cash or my credit card. So all my money is saved personally by me, but I make sure to save at least $200 for emergencies. Now, this is what I do with my money, and I'm still able to enjoy myself by going to Six Flags and such, and I'm also able to balance my needs and wants. But, if it's a big butt, folks, I'm just one person, though. I only support one person. If you have a family, we'll discuss this in depth later on in the show. Also later in the show, we'll discuss how you can balance your needs and your wants. All right, so let's get started in the meat of the show, the good part of the show. Let's discuss how we all can save money and live on a budget. I'm going to share 10 tips with you on how you can live on a budget and save money. Cut spending painlessly. All right, the first tip I'm going to tell you guys is to cut spending Tip number one, to find small savings that add up to big savings over time, keep a careful record of all, and we mean all of your expenditures for a month. You may be surprised to learn how much you are spending on such small things as a daily latte, coffee, or going out to restaurant meals. It really is important to keep track of everything you're spending. And once you keep track, you're going to realize how much you're spending on daily lattes, daily coffees, daily dinners out to eat and stuff. You're going to see it adds up, and you've got a really big bill. All right. Tip number two. For necessary purposes. 
purchases, such as food and transportation and insurance, comparison shop to find the lowest prices. Also, take a list with you to the grocery store and stick to it and never go grocery shopping hungry because this will help you from buying items you don't really need. Okay? Always look for the best and cheapest prices. All right, make sure you're buying something that you can afford. Don't buy something because it tastes good or it looks good. Buy something that is good, has the best and cheapest prices. Now, I'm a big advocate of this. Take advantage of the buy one, get one free, or buy one, get one half off bargains at stores because you're going to be getting a big deal and they're going to save a lot of money in the long run. I'm a big fan of those buy one, get one free seals or buy one, get one half off seals. You generally see the buy one, get one free seals often at grocery stores, clothing stores, and toy stores. But they really can take place anywhere. Even online stores will have a buy one, get one free seal. And the buy one, get one half off is usually online, but it usually takes place during Black Friday in some stores and states. Also, I am a big advocate of using coupons whenever possible because coupons are going to save you a whole bunch of money. Uh, coupons are great. I saved a lot of money using coupons. And if you have a smartphone, there's apps like McDonald's, Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts, and you could actually buy one sandwich and get one free just by having online coupons on your smartphone. So that's another great thing about technology in 2015. You actually can get free sandwiches just by having a smartphone and creating an account with McDonald's, Burger King, Dunkin' Donuts, etc. All right, tip number three. Limit spending for birthdays and holidays, especially Christmas. A few well-chosen gifts are likely to be more appreciated than a more costly pile of gifts chosen thoughtlessly in a shopping mall spree. So, like, I, like people always say to me, it's better to buy with the heart than buy uh, with money. So they're going to appreciate well-thought-out gifts than ones you're going to just go out and buy. All right? Now, the next tip we're going to talk about is saving for emergencies. Tip number four, build an emergency fund to avoid having to take loans to pay for unexpected purchases. Emergency savings are usually best kept in a savings or cure account despite the low interest rates these accounts pay. Remember, keep a high enough balance in the account to avoid monthly fees. Tip number five, ask your bank or credit union to automatically transfer funds each month from your checking to your savings account. Even as little as $10 or $15 a month helps. After all, that's $120 or $180 a year. Tip number six, put all your loose change in this savings account. For many people, that could add up to well over $100 a year. Now, reduce high cost debt. Tip number seven, avoid using high interest credit card, and payday loans. Payday loans typically charge interest rates of 500%. Yes, I said it, 
and the interest rate on credit card debts can run 25%. Now, you can obviously save hundreds, perhaps thousands of dollars a year by paying off these high-cost debts. Now, the next tip is to take free money and save it. Tip number eight, low and moderate income workers qualify each year for an earned income tax credit that can be over $1,000 and often more than $2,000. IRS publication 596 explains how to apply or you can contact your local taxpayer assistance center for in-person help. Then pay down debt and save at least half of the money you receive from this credit. Okay, tip number nine. Participate in a local investment development account, IDA program. Now, in return for attending financial education sessions and agreeing to save for a home, education, or business, you typically receive $2 for every dollar you save through an IDA program. So saving $25 each month could end up as $900 at the end of the year. Now, tip number 10. If your employer matches retirement saving contributions, be sure to take advantage of that. Some employers match up to 100% of your contributions. So if you want to retire early, make sure you take advantage of your employer's retirement savings contributions. All right, plenty of good information to start this show. So right now, we're going to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. It's time for our commercial break, and I want to get it out of the way so that we can continue talking about saving money and living on a budget because coming up next, I've got over 50 tips that I'm going to share with you. That's right. Up next here on the Interface Talk Show, I'm going to have over 50 tips for you on how to save money and live on a budget. All right, so we're going to hear a quick word from our one sponsor, School of Fishing, and then we're going to hear a word from our supporters. Stick around. There's more talk of how to save your money on a budget right after this, folks. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best alive stock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Are you a serious tropical fish keeper? Do you currently keep discus cichlids, or are you looking to keep discus cichlids and need to find some quality discus? Why not come to Discus Hans? Discus Han proudly supplies plenty of American discus hobbyists with quality Stenker discus. 
The Stenker Discus provide fish hobbyists the opportunity to race show-quality discus because Stenker Discus can adapt to tap water and even breed in tap water. Discus Hans has helped serve many discus fish lovers with his quality Stenker Discus, and you can experience the beauty of Stenker Discus from Discus Hans. Discus Hans will ship quality discus cichlids right to your door. Check out Discus Hans at www.discushansusa.com. And to place your order for your very own Stenker Discus, check out discusfishstore.com. Hey guys, this is Donovan. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my show, Here for the Fish. I talk about how to become a fish keeper until now, talk everyday fish keeping, and about my favorite fish, African cichlids. So go check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, all together, lowercase. And check out my Facebook, Here for the Fins. The crazy Italian-American turns 22 on August 15th. So on his birthday, he is going to host his own 22nd birthday episode. And you are all invited to be a part of it. There will be some great topics. A Mike's Hard Lemonade Alcohol Review. And more. Call in live at 1347-989-8142. That's 1347-989-8142. To wish Alex a happy 22nd birthday. So come on, celebrate your Osa's birthday live Saturday. At 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 9.30 p.m. Central. 8.30 p.m. Mountain. And 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Sit back, relax, and unwind. As Alex has a blast. And does what he loves on his birthday with an awesome show. www.blogtalkradio.com slash American Network. Are you ready for a talk show that is brave enough to talk about anything and everything, even if it's controversial? Are you ready for a talk show where anything goes and we will say anything that we want? Well, then you're listening to the right talk show. You are tuned in to In Your Face Talk Show. With your host, the crazy Italian-American AC and cool cat Willie. You can expect to hear the unexpected. Laugh at what is said, or you may scream. Either case, sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get in your face with this great talk show. Welcome back to In Your Face Talk Show, live on American Variety Network. Tonight, I, the crazy Italian-American, and I alone am discussing how to live on a budget and save money. And I have given out some great information already before our commercial break. Now, I'm getting ready to have some more awesome information to share with you the listeners now please feel free to call in at 1-347-989-8142 to discuss how you save money or share your tips for living on a budget so that's 1-347-989-8142 for all my live listeners out there all right, I am now going to tell you how to save money 
on general things, on food, on entertainment, and much more. I've got about 50 tips I'm going to share with you on how you can save money on some of the things that you need to buy. So let's start out with on general things. Now, save your loose change. Putting aside 50 cents a day over the course of a year will allow you to save nearly 40% of a $500 emergency fund. Now, keep track of your spending. At least once a month, use a credit card, checking, and other records to review what you purchased. Then, ask yourself if it makes sense to reallocate some of the spending to an emergency savings account. Now, here's one I have to learn for myself because I have a, I have a habit of doing these kind of things. But never, ever purchase expensive items on impulse. Think over each expensive purchase for at least 24 hours. Think about it. Think, do I really need this item or can I wait? But if it's really something you really need, think it over until you find the best deal. Now, acting on this principle will mean that you will have far fewer regrets about impulse purchases and far more money for emergency savings. Now, definitely use debit and credit cards wisely. To minimize interest charges, try to limit credit card purchases to those you can pay off in full at the end of the month. Now, if you use a debit card, don't rely on an overdraft feature to spend money you don't have. With either approach, you'll have more money available for emergency savings. Now, the question is, are you looking for an effective way to establish a budget? Now, beginning on the first day of a new month, Get a receipt for everything you purchase. Stack and review receipts at the end of the month, and you will clearly be able to see where your money is going. Now, unfortunately, most people do not track what they spend and may never realize when expenses add up to more than their budget can handle. Now, to keep track of what you spend, Put what you think you should spend for the month on transportation, food, entertainment, etc. into envelopes. Now, of course, this will help you avoid buying things you don't need and what's left over can go into savings. Because oftentimes what happens is people will not keep track of what they're buying and they'll buy things they don't need, like cigarettes and all those other stuff that we all like. And then they can't buy the things that they need. So by doing this, you're going to help yourself in the long run by, ha by having the things you need and you have some of the money left over for the things that you want. Now, I always say this to everybody that I know. Take advantage of discounts and or incentive programs provided through your employer. For example, if the company you work for offers discounted rates for computers, fitness center memberships, movie tickets, and passes to sport festivals take advantage. Check your corporate internet or talk to your human resources representative. And don't forget the best deal of all, investing in your 401k.
So it's very important to invest in your 401k. So you want to check with your corporate intranet, intranet and talk to your human resources representative at work to take advantage of discounts and uh, incentive programs. Hopefully, uh, you were able to hear that last tip because my microphone was breaking up, so I had to make sure I was getting the right stuff out there. All right. The next tip I have for you is aim for short-term saving goals. Set aside, or excuse me, aim for short-term, or excuse me, I made a mistake again. Aim for short-term saving goals, such as setting aside $20 a week or month, rather than long-term saving goals, such as $200 over a year. People save more successfully when they keep the short-term goal in sight. Save money by buying items online in bulk. Some companies even offer free shipping on large orders. Clearance items are sometimes available, and good savings can be found on non-perishable groceries and diapers. This saves time and money. All right, so that was saving money and living on a budget in general. Let's talk about saving money when it comes to purchasing food. Now, you definitely want to substitute coffee for expensive coffee drinks. Now, the $2 a day, you could well save by buying a coffee rather than a delicious cappuccino or latte would allow you over the course of a year to completely fund a $500 emergency fund. Now, bring lunch to work. If buying lunch at work costs $5, but making lunch at home costs only $250, then in a year, you could afford to create a $500 emergency fund and still have money left over. Eat out one fewer time each month. If it costs you $25 to eat out, but only $5 to eat in, then the $20 you save each month allows you to almost completely fund a $500 emergency savings account shop for food with a list and stick to it people who do food shopping with the list and buy little else spend much less money than those who decide what to buy when they go to the food market now obviously the annual savings could easily be hundreds upon hundreds of dollars now I'd like to talk to you guys about saving money on prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs. Now, unfortunately, Cool Cat William T. could not be here today, but I wanted him to talk about saving money on prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs because he's the old man. He's the 63-year-old old guy, so he knows about buying prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs because I'm only 22 years old, and I don't buy over-the-counter drugs or prescriptions just yet, but William T. would be more fitting to read this to you, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway and tell you guys how you can save money on prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs. So I'll take over for him. I'll be lawyer today, and I'll be his advocate and take over for him. Okay, here's how to save money on over-the-counter drugs. Ask your physician to consider prescribing generic drugs. Now, generic drugs can cost several hundred dollars less to, to purchase annually than brand name drugs. Now, actually, my insurance will only cover 
generic drugs. So I'm pretty sure a lot of people are used to that anyway. Now, find the lowest cost place to purchase prescription drugs. Make sure to check out not only your local pharmacists, but also local supermarkets, area discount centers, and mail order pharmacies. Purchase store brand over-the-counter medications. Now, store brand medications often cost 20 to 40% less than nationally advertised brands. The savings could easily exceed $100 a year. Now, I personally use Walmart brand ibuprofen, and it works very well. To me, they're just the same as Tylenol or aspirin or any of the big name brands of ibuprofen they are the same basically they're just a different brand a generic brand with a different price they're all the same and like i said they just have a different name and a different brand than advil bayer aspirin etc they all have the same price and same function all right or excuse me same price. We know that the generic brands are cheaper. They all have the same ingredients and same function. All right. So that's how you guys can save money on uh, purchasing pharmaceutical drugs and uh, over-the-counter medication. All right. Let's talk about saving money on baking. Banking, I mean, not baking. We're not baking sweets. We're talking about uh, banking. I have a hard time saying the word baking, uh, banking. When I say banking, it's not saying baking, doesn't it? Anyways, here's my tip for saving money while banking. Okay, avoid mounting checks or overdraft fees each month. The 20 to $30 you save by not bouncing a check each month would save you enough money to nearly fully fund a $500 emergency savings account. Reduce credit card debt by $1,000. That $1,000 debit reduction will probably save you $150 to $200 a year and much more if you're paying penalty rates of 20 to 30%. Make your monthly credit card payment on time. The 30 to $35 you save by not being charged a late fee each month on one card would save you most of the money you need for $500 in emergency savings. Use only the ATMs of your bank or credit union. Using the ATM of another financial institution once a week could well cost you $3 of withdrawal or more than $150 over the course of a year. Okay? Now... The next thing I want to talk about is something that I'm not used to because I'm only 22 years old, or actually I'll be turning 22 years old this week. And I actually wanted William T. to talk about this, but I'll talk about it anyways and uh, give you his tips on it. So here's how to save money on assurance. So, so I want you to shop around for auto and homeowners insurance. Now, before renewing your existing policies each year, Check out the rates of competing companies. Now, you want to see the website of your state insurance department. Their annual premiums may well be several hundred dollars lower. Now, you want to raise the deductibles on audio and homeowner's insurance. 
<laughs> Did I just say audio? Oh my god, what an idiot I'm on. What an idiot I am today. You want to raise the deductibles on auto and homeowners insurance. Now be willing to pay five hundred dollars to a thousand dollars on a claim rather than only one hundred dollars to two hundred and fifty dollars because this can reduce annual premiums by as much as several hundred dollars. Now, assess your need for life insurance coverage. If your children are now on their own, or if your spouse works, you may not need as much life insurance protection. The annual premiums on a term life policy would typically fully fund an emergency savings account. Now, definitely consider dropping credit insurance coverage on installment loans. Many consumers don't need credit insurance because they have sufficient assets to protect themselves in the event of a death, disability, or unemployment. Terminating this coverage often reduces financing costs by three percentage points, a savings of about $1,000 on a four-year $20,000 installment loan. All right, and that is how you would save money on insurance. Now, I want to talk to you about saving money on transportation. All right, you want to keep your car engine turn. Uh, you want to keep your car engine tuned, and its tires inflated to the proper pressure. All right, by keeping your car engine tuned and your tires inflated to the proper pressure, both can save you up to hundred dollars a year in gas. So for somebody that's going to be getting their very first car soon and driving soon, like myself, that's very good information to know. So I'm going to make sure I keep my car engine tuned and my tires inflated to the proper pressure. Now, definitely, you want to shop around for gas. Comparing prices at different stations and using the lowest Ocon recommended by the car owner's manual can save you hundreds of dollars a year. Now, when driving, avoid fast startups and stops. Over time, you will save hundreds of dollars on lower gas and maintenance costs. Now, take fewer cab rides. Using public transit instead of cabs can save you $5 to $10 per trip or more. If you're a frequent cab user, the savings could completely fund your emergency savings account. Now, check all airlines for cheaper fares. Since no website lists all discount carriers, also check out the websites of discount carriers like Southwest and JetBlue, possibly saving you hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. So that's how you would save money on transportation. Now, I want to talk to you about saving money on housing because, let's face it, we all need to live. In the house, whether it's a house of our own, if we own our own house, like I do, or uh, if you are renting an apartment. Now, there is nothing bad about a house or an apartment, but we have to learn how to save money on housing. And Cool Cat Willie T was looking forward to explaining this to you, but I'm going to take over for him. Now, he says, don't pay for space you don't need. Americans have relatively large houses and apartments. Now, think about it. The more efficiently using space so you can purchase or rent less square footage. 
So I think what he's saying here is you should not buy a house that has so much extra space that you're not going to use. You should buy a house that has just enough room for you to put everything you need because you really don't need extra space if you don't need it because you're just buying a house with extra space for no reason. So what he's saying is don't pay for extra space. All right. Now, this one is really good. I really agree with this one that uh, Cool Cat has. Live relatively near your workplace. Now, while this isn't always possible, driving 5,000 miles less a year can lower transportation costs by more than $1,000. Okay? Now, he really suggests that you refinance your mortgage to lower interest charges. Now, consider refinancing your mortgage to lower the rate and term. On a 15-year, $100,000 fixed rate mortgage, lowering the rate from 7% to 6.5% can save you more than $5,000 in interest charges over the life of the loan. Now, for each $100,000 you borrow at a 7% rate, you will pay over $75,000 less in interest on a 15-year than a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. And you will acclimate home equality, or excuse me, you will acclimate home equity more rapidly, thus increasing your ability to cover large emergency expenditures. Now, choose home repair contractors wisely. Favor contractors who have successfully performed work for people you know. Insist on a written fixed-price bid. Don't make full payment until satisfactory completion of the work. All right. Now we're going to talk about home heating and cooling because, let's face it, everybody has to be warm in the winter because it's really cold in the winter. And everybody needs to be cold in the summer because it is really hot in the summer. And we all know that to be very true because right now we're in the middle of summer and it is very hot. So I crank up the AC. And in the wintertime, when it gets really, really cold, I crank up the heat. But let's talk about saving money for home heating and cooling. Now, I want you to ask your local electric or gas utility for a free or low-cost home energy audit. The audit may reveal inexpensive ways to reduce home heating and cooling costs by hundreds of dollars a year. Now, keep in mind that a payback period of less than three... <clears throat> Of less than three years, even five years, usually will save you lots of money in the long term. You want to waterproof your home. Cock holes and cracks that let warm air escape into the winter and cold air escape in the summer. All right? So you want to make sure you weatherproof your home because cock holes and cracks let the warm air escape in the winter and the cold air escape in the summer. Now, the local hardware store has materials and quite possibly useful advice about inexpensive stopping unwanted heat or cooling loss. Now, you want to use window coverings to block or let in sunshine. In summer, use these coverings to block sunlight, keeping your house cool. In 
winter, open the coverings to let sunshine warm the house. You could easily save more than $100 annually while being more comfortable. Okay, I see that we have a caller here on our In Your Face talk show on saving money and living on a budget. Hi, you're live on the In Your Face talk show on American Writing Network, and thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, yeah how's it going, buddy? Hey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I just called to say this is a great show, and I think it's a good thing you're doing, teaching people how to save money. Awesome. Thank you very much for uh, calling in, Jeff, and I think you're going to have a lot of great tips to use tonight. Yeah, and I agree. I agree with you 100% on the whole using, not using lights when you don't need to and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, very true because a lot of people use lights and stuff when they should uh, turn them off to save money and stuff. That's a good point. Yeah, well, I just thought I'd call and say this is a great show, and I'm proud of you for doing such a great job. And wh where's the cool rat? He's actually uh, not here today. He had to take the day off, so uh, unfortunately he, can, he couldn't be here tonight. But this is a great show. This is a fun show, and I uh, enjoy doing this kind of show. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm proud of you for doing a good show like this, teaching people how to save money and stuff, because these days it's really hard. Everything's so expensive. Yeah, that's true. So I figured if I can find ways to save money on a budget, I'm sure I can help a lot of other people out there in the United States and all over the world save money too. Yeah, okay, well, I'll let you get back to your awesome show. I know my call is kind of dumb, but I just thought I'd congratulate you on doing this awesome show. Awesome. Thank you very much for calling in. And no call is dumb. You did a great job for calling in. And, uh, thank you very much for calling in. Yeah, you have a good day. You too, sir. Awesome. That was my good friend, Slash Master 1989 Jeff, and uh, thank you very much for calling in. All right. Now, I want to talk about saving money on purchasing clothes because clothing is really necessary because we don't want to work around naked, do we? All right, so let's talk about saving money on clothing. Look for sales at discount outlets. There are huge price differences between clothing on sale at discount stores and that sold regularly at many department and specialty stores. Though, keep in mind that prices at the latter are often deeply discounted. So, usually a lot of the big-time stores like Walmart, Target, Macy's, they sometimes will have a buy one, get half off closing sale, or sometimes a buy one, get one free closing sale. And I really, really recommend you take advantage of that and buy all of the clothes that you can get because you're going to save money in the long run. Now, William T. wanted me to mention this to you guys. I honestly am not a fan of buying secondhand stuff, but for some people it could be a, a great idea. Consider purchasing previously used clothes from Goodwill, secondhand stores, or school or church thrift sales. With little effort, you can find low-priced, high-quality used clothing items that can be worn for many years. Now, assess clothing in terms of quality as well as price. An inexpensive shirt or coat is a poor bargain. If it wears out, 
in less than a year. Consider fabric, stitching, washability, and other quality-related factors in your selection of clothes. Now, clean clothes inexpensively. Wash and iron clothes yourself. If you use a cleaner, compare prices at different establishments. A 50 cent difference in cleaning a shirt, for example, can add up to $100 a year. All right, so this is how you can save money on clothing. Now, my personal way of spending money and saving money is on entertainment. This is my personal favorite way. I love paying for entertainment. But do you know there are ways you can save money for entertainment? Here we go. Research free or inexpensive entertainment in your community. Use your sources like local newspapers and local websites to learn about free or low-cost parks, museums, film showings, sports events, and other places which you and your family would enjoy. Now, I personally recommend giving up premium cable channels or better yet, cable altogether because it's a lot cheaper to rent one film a week than watch one on premium cable channels that may cost more than $500 a year. Now, borrow books from your library or any place you can borrow books rather than purchasing them. Borrowing books and reading magazines at your local library rather than purchasing reading material can save you hundreds upon hundreds of dollars a year. Now, attend high school rather than college or pro sports events. High school sports events rarely cost more than $5 and are often free with hot dogs, hamburgers, sodas, typically costing a dollar or two dollars a piece. Now we all know that college and pro football and basketball games rarely cost less than $20 and their concessions are usually several times more expensive. Okay, now my personal kind of entertainment would be Netflix. And Netflix is a really good affordable television program for anyone out there who has a budget, really strict budget, but they want to watch TV, I really recommend you get Netflix. It's only $8 a month. Yes, that's right. It's really an affordable $8 a month. And you get the new movies. You get some really good new movies. You get all the classic movies like Tommy Boy, one of my classic favorites. You get great television shows like Family Guy, like The American Dad, and all those great talk shows out there. And you get a lot of great shows. They've got some original shows. And actually, Netflix is now going to be doing Full House again. A brand new Full House in 2015. So I really recommend all my listeners out there to subscribe to Netflix for only $8. If you're on a budget, you can afford Netflix. I have Netflix, and I really love it. Now, for me, if you're a wrestling fan and you love wrestling, I think WWE Network is great on a budget because it's only $10 a month and you get every single pay-per-view. 
whether it be WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Hell in the Cell, Battleground, whatever. You get every single pay-per-view in that full year, plus you get everything that's on the WWE Network, documentaries of wrestlers, wrestling movies, etc. So if you call yourself a wrestling fan, you already have the WWE Network or you're going to get the WWE Network. Even if you're on a budget, you obviously could afford the WWE Network at only $10 a month. Because obviously, you're going to save yourself $200 instantly within the first three months of your WWE Network account. Because let's face it, without the WWE Network, pay-per-views alone are about $54 a piece. That's up here in mass. That's the price you pay in mass for pay-per-views for the WWE pay-per-views. But on WWE Network, you're getting them for only $10 a month. Now, if you like podcasts, you like listening to podcasts, Blog Talk Radio is the place to go. Because as a listener, you get to listen to my shows for free. For free. That's right. I do all this hard work for you, the listeners, to listen to my show for free. I don't make a dime off of you guys listening to my show, do I? <laughs> Just kidding. But you can listen to a lot of Blog Talk Radio shows. Matter of fact, all Blog Talk Radio shows for free. And that is great. So if you love listening to a variety of talk shows, I really suggest checking out Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com. And you're going to enjoy uh, hearing all of our great shows. Now, if you want to host your own podcast, like I know a lot of people love talking, and I think Block Talk Radio can use a lot more awesome hosts, uh, you could actually host your very own show for free. You get 30 minutes on air time. And for new hosts, I think 30 minutes is pretty good. But it's actually quite affordable to have your own show as well because I have a two-hour show and I only pay $40 a month. And all I got for my show is a simple Blue Yeti microphone and some blue uh, headsets. And it only cost me about $300 altogether for my equipment. So I'm hosting a really good quality professional show for about $340 one-time fee. And then the $40 fee each month. So it really is affordable to host a show here on Blog Talk Radio. So Blog Talk Radio could be your new style of entertainment if you're on a budget. Now, obviously, you guys already know that I'm a huge Six Flags fan. And I think that the Six Flags New England and Six Flags all over the United States membership passes are a great deal. Now, if you sign up for the gold membership pass, you're able to enter, enter Six Flags anytime you want. You do not have to pay for entry. All you've got to pay is your membership pass fee, which is like $80 a month. But it's not that bad because you get free entry to Six Flags anytime you want. You get to get free lunch, free dinner, and a free snack, which is always a plus in my eyes. And you also get to ride as many rides as you want. You get free entry to the water park. If you love riding water slides and going into the uh, water uh, pool, and you also get free entry to uh, Fright Fest. And Fright Fest is actually a Halloween-themed uh, Six Flags park. Six Flags decorates all of their music parks for Halloween, which is great. So those are the different kinds of forms of entertainment you can have while living on a budget. All right. 
Next, we're going to talk about buying for family and friends because let's face it, we usually buy gifts for our families and our friends. And uh, Cool Rat Willie T actually was going to talk to you guys about that today. So I'll take over for him because he couldn't be here tonight. So you want to plan gift giving well in advance. That will give you time to decide on the most thoughtful gifts, which usually are not the most expensive ones. And if these gifts are products that must be purchased, you will have the opportunity to look for sales. Now, in families, discuss limits on spending for gifts. These limits not only tend to reduce expenditures, they also be greatly appreciated by the least affluent family members. Now, socialize at potluck meals rather than at restaurants because one wants to be generous to friends and family, but there may be huge cost savings by doing a potluck meal rather than restaurants. Actually, I really enjoy doing potluck meals. I think it's really fun to cook for my family and friends. I get to make a delicious entree and delicious dessert, and it will save you a lot of money in the long run if you did that. Now, you can have your friends and your family members contribute to the potluck. Let's say, for example, you have a friend named Pat. Pat would make a delicious entree, and your friend Katie would make a delicious dessert. Your friend Tony could make a delicious appetizer. And your friend Barbara could bring soda. Your friend Jess could bring the gains. You know, you get the point what I'm saying, right? Okay, the last thing that he points out for family and friends is consider... Writing letters instead of making frequent phone calls. Thoughtful letters are usually far more highly valued than phone conversations, and they're often saved by recipients for future reading. Okay, I guess we're still in the 1940 era, the 1950 era, 1960, 1970, etc. Because nowadays, you get a lot of money by using Skype. Skype is free, folks. So if you want to chat, family or friends, I really recommend getting a Skype account. I know William T. has a Skype account. I know I have a Skype account and all my friends have a Skype account. And we chat with each other on Skype. And I was just kidding, William, about your old age. I wasn't making fun of you. But you forgot to Skype. But Skype is a good tool, a good free tool to connect with your family and uh, chat with them. You don't have to do pen pal anymore or make long distance phone calls. You can actually just chat via Skype. And I know Blog Talk Radio is working on getting my Skype back up and running again. So any of our listeners out there, you'll be able to reach me by Skype on the show again. Uh, it's not sure when. They are working on that. And that is how you can save money with your friends and family. All right, last but not least, we're going to talk about saving money on your cell phone bill, communications. Now, I want you to access your communications costs. As internet and wireless use grows, many consumers are overpaying for unneeded communications capacity. For example, if you have a cell phone and two phone lines, one for your computer, consider receiving personal calls on your cell phone so you can give up one of the phone lines. Now, communicate by email rather than by phone. If you're online, email communications are virtually free. 
even for subscribers, landline and wireless calls often carry permanent charges. Now, be aware of your cell phone costs and how to reduce them. Cell phone use has dramatically, dramatically increased communication expenditures in many households. Understand peak calling periods, area coverage, roaming, and termination charges. Make sure your calling plan matches the pattern of the calls you typically make. All right, so that was some great information. Wow, I just shared so much great information tonight. I hope this has helped all of you, even in some small way. I here at the American Variety Network hope all of you, my listeners, leave this show with more knowledge about saving money and living in a budget than when you tuned in. What do you think? Can you save money by applying what we have shared here today. I hope you guys can. I hope you guys will learn about saving money and living on a budget. And I hope you guys really enjoyed this show. And I hope that you will use you and save money each and every month. All right. So I'd like to say thank you to all my listeners for tuning into the show. And I hope that what we today will help you save money. We all love money. But let's save our money. And not ever have to face being again with all the great information that was shared on today's show. Now, before I end today's show, I've got a couple of announcements that I would like to make. Now, tomorrow, Wednesday, August 12th, I'm going to have a day off. So enjoy a day off from broadcasting. And I'm going to enjoy a nice day. But Thursday, August 13th, 2015, Eastern for the very first time in years, Mr. Hannah Pro will be a guest on my show. He's usually a co-host, but Cool Rat and the Pro Discus will be a guest on my show. And this Thursday, August 13th, Hannah Pro Discus is going to share his update on the Discus Cichlid Keeping Hobby. Hmm, what can Hannah Pro Discus have to tell us about Discus this week? What is he doing in this hobby? Are his discus still alive? We're going to find out this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on American Variety Network and the return of the Aquatic Well. Saturday, August 15th. Oh, sorry. I got disconnected really quick. But Saturday, August 15th, 2015, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is my 22nd birthday celebration. That's right. This Saturday, I turn 22, and I'm going to have a 22nd birthday celebration, and I really invite you to join this show. I want you to call in this Saturday and wish me a happy 22nd birthday. Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a great show. I'm going to play my favorite songs. I'm going to talk about what I'm going to do now that I'm 22 years old. And I'll have some fun coming on that show. So please check out my 22nd birthday celebration show and call in and wish me a happy birthday. 347-989-8142. 
And then Sunday, August 16th, 2015, at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Aquatic Wetline officially returns. That's right, officially returns. And we're going to bring back one of the original Aquatic Wetline series, Life in the Amazon. And I'm going to talk about freshwater stingrays. Did you know that freshwater stingrays really do exist? And this Sunday... At 10.30 p.m. Eastern, I'm going to talk about the freshwater stingrays that inhabit the Amazon River in South America. So tune in for that. And Monday, August 17th, 2015 at 5 p.m. Eastern, we're going to do our next episode of Primetime Baking on Cheesecakes. All right? So Monday, August 17th at 9 p.m. Eastern, I mean, not 5, 9 p.m. Eastern, Primetime Baking on Cheesecakes. Now, if you missed my very first episode of Primetime Baking on cakes and cake-like desserts, I really recommend taking a listen to it because I gave out nine delicious cake and cake-like dessert recipes on there, and it really is great. So check out Primetime Baking on yesterday's show and next Monday's show on cheesecakes. And I know my good friend Slash Master 1989 loves cheesecake. So I'd like to say thank you, Jeff, for giving me the suggestion of doing a cheesecake show. And that's going to do it for us tonight here on the American Variety Network. I think I pretty much covered everything that I have to say. One last thing I will say is please check out my birthday show this Saturday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. With that being said, thank you all for listening to this show. I hope you guys really enjoy today's show and you walk out of this show with more information on how to save money and live on a budget. If you cannot call into my show this Saturday, please record a birthday greeting wishing me a happy birthday and send it to alicecardinelli93 at gmail.com. Anyways, I'm CIA Alice Cardinelli. And thank you for listening to my show. Adios, everybody! The crazy Italian-American turns 22 on August 15th. So on his birthday, he is going to host his own 22nd birthday episode. And you are all invited to be a part of it. There will be some great topics. A Mike's Hard Lemonade Alcohol Review. And more. Call in live at 1347-989-8142. That's 1347-989-8142. To wish Alex a happy 22nd birthday. So come on, celebrate your Osa's birthday live Saturday. At 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 9.30 p.m. Central. 8.30 p.m. Mountain. And 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Sit back, relax, and unwind. As Alex has a blast. And does what he loves on his birthday with an awesome show. www.blogtalkradio.com slash American Network.